SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh I was born in Zambia In Chile Taiwan I moved to the U.S. from Iran when I was 11 years old In Turkey, military service is compulsory Every young man has to serve, and there is no age limit. You cannot run away from it. When I was growing up, (laughs) my mom's parents um, lived with us in the same house. It's very common in Ukraine, and my dad's parents... The good part of being an immigrant is that you meet people from all over the world which are in the same situation as you. On this episode, Duncan Horner. Duncan is from the United Kingdom. He grew up in a suburb of London after World War II. Duncan lives with dyslexia and finds joy in traveling the world, making sense of a place without knowing the language. While in college in the UK, he met and married an American. After graduating, they moved to Pittsburgh. Here's Duncan's story. My name is Duncan Radford Horner. I was born in the front bedroom of 309 Goodwood Avenue, Hornchurch, Essex, which is the edge of London, in 1949. I was one of three children, an older brother and a younger sister. Family, we were well off comparatively. We had the first television on the street, but it was after the Second World War, very soon after that, so... I remember things still being rationed a little bit, like bananas, Uh, tea. I never had tea because tea ration was rationed until about 1955. Um, But life was very good. I have something which is called dyslexia. When I was your age, I couldn't read. Can't read, can't spell. So I couldn't read a book until I was probably about 14, 15, something like that. And then I would read it at one page an hour at very most. So I grew up not bothering with the language, whether written or spoken. I just learned to look. I've been all over the place without speaking a word. Russia, Bulgaria, Nepal, Burma, Africa, uh, You don't need to be able to speak the language. You can pick out very quickly what you want, where to go. I used to hitchhike around Europe when I was probably about 15, 16, and I'd have a map which had the whole of Europe on a sheet, and I would just hitchhike. I remember one time being dropped off in the middle of Germany and looked at the map and said, There's an autobahn across that field, I'm sure, and just walked across the muddy field, and there was an autobahn. Hitchhike, and in an hour, I'm up in Hamburg. (laughs) I got married to an American, and it was a lot of fun being married to an American, and still married to the same American after 40 years. We both went to the same university in England. I've lived here for almost 40 years now. I'll be 40 years later this month, uh, June, I came in uh, 73, straight after finishing university I came over. When I was a kid, the big part of the build-up for Christmas was November the 5th, was Guy Fawkes Night, where the English, nice people that they are, celebrate the racking, hanging and quartering 
of uh, Spanish Catholic in about 1540. He had supposedly tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, and so they subject him to terrible torture and then killed him slowly, and then they chopped his head off and stuck it on a stake and put it on top of the London Bridge just to make sure that people knew that you shouldn't do this stuff. Well, now in England, this is one of the grand things. What you do, and this again goes back in the 50s, we used to make a guy and you'd get old clothes and you'd stuff them with newspaper and you'd make a head and you'd get a mask and put it on and you would buy fireworks, lots of fireworks. In those days, no safety. We used to have an open fire in the house to keep warm and we'd have fireworks all across the carpet with gunpowder getting into the carpet and we'd be swapping them between one another. These things you could blow your hand off with them and you would build a big bonfire. We'd build them bigger than this room. All the trees and anything else we could get we'd pile up and then November 5th you put the guy on the top because after all he's he's a a terrorist and you burn him in effigy and then you let off the fireworks Uh, it was great fun uh now i think this is probably not the best thing like the brothers grim their fairy tales with kids being eaten by witches and such like a little bit of truth to it but not much And it's scary for kids, but really kids like to be scared. So the fireworks stuff is great. Now, I remember one of my friends, you know what rockets are? Not very big ones, but so he lit a rocket and then it didn't go off. So he picked up the rocket by the stem, then it went off. (laughs) He singed his head. I mean, he had bad burns all the way down his arm from that. Wasn't a bright kid. I grew up in the nice suburbs of London, less than half a mile from one of the main fighter bases in the east of London. So during the Battle of Britain and the Second World War, our houses were bombed. I played in the bomb craters when I grew up. We'd find bullets and bits of bombs. The aerodrome, which was the fighter station, we used to play in that because it was decommissioned about 1948, something like that. This episode is based on an interview conducted by AJ, Leon, and Sid from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.